Welcome to the Girls Gone Trim podcast. I'm certified life coach, Kate Kirsch. And I'm certified THM lifestyle coach, Becky Yoder. This is where we talk about all things wellness and all things real. Real food, real life, and real friendship. So grab a cup of oolong and join us for real. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast, episode 127, The Three Bad Guys of the American Diet. Ooh, it's going to be a good one. Hey, Becky. Hey. Yeah, like, ooh. You have me at the edge of my seat. But first, yes, we have a retreat coming up. Oh, my goodness. Next month, July 28th through the 30th, that weekend, uh, we invite you to join us for a weekend of relaxation, bonding, good food, healthy food made by somebody else. Isn't that always the best (laughs) when you can eat yummy treats that you don't have to feel guilty about made by someone else? I mean, I can make it, but when I have something made by you, Kate, I'm like, oh, I didn't have to make this. And it's like, ah, did you bring extra? (laughs) You know, that's what I always say when we're prepping for a retreat. Anyway, so get your tickets. We would love to have you there and come join a fabulous group of ladies. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe some sugar-free lemon fudge. Yeah. Just saying. that recipe. (laughs) Kate sent me a recipe. It looked really good. It's the all things summertime, July. Yeah. Great. Join us. All right. Now, back to the topic. The three bad guys of the American diet. And when I think of bad, I think of the hardest thing to get out of your diet when you're trying to get it out. Once it's out, it's not as hard to keep it out. But sugar, refined sugar. Yes. Yep. Refined sugar, number one, most wanted bad guy. (laughs) Yes. Number two, refined carbohydrates. And number three, omega-6 seed oils. So we'll kind of go through each one and talk about why they're so bad. Um, refined sugar. I'm, by the way, everyone, I'm reading another book. <laughs> Obesity Fix. Oh, surprise, surprise. <laughs> She's reading an- another book. By Dr. James Antonio. But in um, on Instagram, he's just Dr. James Dinick, D-I-N-I-C. Uh, but he's okay, got and great it's stuff. called obesity. The obesity fix. The obesity fix. Yes. They'll be like Becky interrupted, and we didn't hear that. That's Sorry. Okay. It's okay. We we talk over each other sometimes, and that's okay. Right. Right. Okay. Right. So here's the problem with refined sugar. It's not just that it's empty calories. It's that it spikes your blood sugar causing massive insulin dumping into your body, which causes insulin resistance and metabolic disease, which decreases your lifespan. But not only that, but when you eat sugar, you're not giving your body the essential nutrients it needs. And it's actually taking essential nutrients from your body to break down the sugar. So it's not just like this empty calorie thing. It's like this. It's taking the nutrients that your body actually needs 
when you eat it or drink it. Drinking it's worse than eating it. So if yeah. if you're if you're baby stepping your way out of sugar, stop drinking it first and then stop eating it. Yeah, I feel like also when you get off the liquids, the sugary liquids for me personally, then I think it's it's easier like typically I'm not tempted to go back to the sugary liquids. But then the dessert and other things on the plate. I'm like, why is that? Like I can say no, like, Oh no, I'm not drinking my calories. I'm not going to drink sugar. Yeah, It's just easy to say no, but man, to say no to that piece of cheesecake and whatever else of just this time. But seriously, I'm like, we could rewind that and listen to you again, Kate of saying it's not just about what's going in. It's like depleting. Yes. Of like, so if you keep that in the the forefront here of like, oh my goodness, it's not just about not what's putting being put in; it's also taking out, depleting yeah. your body. Yes. <sighs> Say it again, preach, girl. Say it again. <laughs> I need to hear it. Well, and there is also, you know, you increase your risk of type two diabetes, especially if you're drinking sugary drinks. Um, and you're increasing your, you store where you store your fat matters. And so when you're eating a high sugar diet, you tend to store your fat in the viscera, which is all around your organs. And that's, that is the fat that is dangerous. The fat that's in your hips and thighs is, oh, is kind of safe fat is it's Mm -hmm. subcutaneous fat. That's the, that's safe. Um, but this visceral fat is what's really dangerous. And so, you know, eating sugar does contribute to visceral fat. Yeah. It's a, it's an eye opener and ear opener. Um, when you study these things and yes, our nerdy friend. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Like not to live in fear, not to like freak out, but like just to be mindful and to like people this is real and like there for me I always tell myself there's things like oh I would never do that but yet why is it with sugar it's like oh just this once or like it can just be okay and many of y'all know like when I'm in the zone I'm in the zone but then when it's the gray and sloppy area it's like okay it's just this but I mean I know like how it will make me feel, especially if it's, well, a week on a mission trip, you know, (laughs) like it's a, it was a good thing. It was a great thing, but we talked about it a couple days that I was struggling. I said, well, I'm eating differently too here than what I would be at home. And I was pushing through, but yet, you know, our body feels that. Yes. And so, you know, I already told myself, like for the next time if there is a next time of things that there's some things that I did to help but things that I would make even more of a priority and and it's not that I was embarrassed to speak up or be like oh she's got some special needs over here but you know our food was provided too so I didn't want to like give this whole list of things of like you know I did want to go with the flow but I also find that found out that Sometimes you just can't go with 
the flow. It's yeah. okay to speak up and I'll pack more protein powder next time. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I will. Yeah. And one more <laughs> thing about one more thing about sugar um, that y'all should know, and that is that it is purified concentrated crystals from a plant which is very concentrated and there's some other substances from plants that are purified and concentrated and crystallized and that would be cocaine and opium and sugar actually lights up the same areas of your brain that cocaine does so it truly is addicted to it yes it is truly addictive and we live in a culture where corporations care more about their bottom line than they do about the health of their customers. And so they purposely make their food addictive by adding sugar to almost all packaged foods. So just be aware that that we live in an environment that is obesogenic. We live in an environment where not only are we surrounded by these highly palatable ultra-processed foods that have sugar added to them, they have omega-6 seed oils added to them, they are refined carbohydrates. It's done on purpose so that we buy more. So just something to be aware of so you know. Yeah. Yes, heed the warning. Yeah, yeah. It And it truly is crazy how, how it is in almost everything. Yes, yeah. And even explaining that to our children and like, but sugar is in everything. Well, what are we supposed to eat? I know. That's how overwhelming it feels. Well, what are we supposed to eat? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So, number two on the bad guys list is refined carbohydrates, which means anything that is refined coming from wheat, corn, potatoes. So, bread, pasta, um, potato chips. Fritos, um, almost all the things. But and again, good. my right, and again, <laughs> my kids would be like, uh, "What's left to eat?" <sighs> yeah, yeah, it's overwhelming. Well, we're gonna we're gonna talk about what's left to eat when we're done. Um, you know, so refined carbohydrates are not quite as bad as refined sugar, but they're still not good for us and deplete our health um, and spike our insulin and all of those things. And when you eat, so let's take um, my favorite potato chips. When you take refined carbohydrates and you pair them with an omega-6 seed oil, that is like an insulin inflammation bomb for your body. (laughs) It's just like, Uh yeah. And inflammation and weight gain and insulin spiking bomb. Yeah. And so those omega-6 seed oils. Yeah. Give us some examples. Yeah. Soybean oil, canola, corn, safflower, sunflower, cottonseed. Cottonseed oil is the OG of vegetable oils because that's what Crisco was made of in the 1800s. Okay. So these are all, so these seed oils, they... Some of them are worse than others, and I would say canola is one of them because it is basically has to be deodorized and goes through a bleaching pro like the process that it gets goes through 
there's no possible way that canola is good for you. I don't care what the American Heart Association says. Um, and so, you know, those are those oils are pro-inflammatory. And if you cook with them, then many of them turn into trans fats, which we know are even more inflammatory. So just be aware that especially soybean and canola oil, they're in almost everything that is ultra, yes. ultra processed. Yeah. Yes. And it's so disheartening when you like look at packages of even just peanuts, mixed nuts. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Uh, even if it's 1% or less, yeah. like then I just get the ones that are plain because yeah, no added soybean oil or. Yeah. I buy the raw yeah. cashews. Mm-hmm. And then I'll, I'll put on my own little flavoring. Like I'll yeah. put a little tahini on them. Yeah. Make some delish. But yeah, they literally slip these oils in anywhere that yeah. they can. Yes. Because and they're in foods that we would think that are healthy. They're cheap. Yes. They're putting it in the healthy food because even when you're trying to make a, you know, a good decision of yeah. a healthy uh, flavored almonds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like flavored almonds, but yeah. the flavored almonds have an oil to retain the seasoning, and it's not a good oil. Yeah. So again, and the seasoning that... has maltodextrin. <laughs> well, yes, exactly. I was yeah. going to say, and then it's like, yeah, there's nothing left there that's good yeah. for you. So an ideal. So you guys know omega six is it's not a bad oil to have but we have it in too we have way too much of it. So omega-3 is the like the healthy fatty um acid that is found in fish, fatty fish. Mm-hmm. Um so a uh, a normal a healthy omega-6 to omega-3 ratio would be 4 to 1. Our current American diet we generally consume an omega-6 to 3 ratio of 20 to 1. I think there's some room for improvement. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So, yes. And, it, you know, it just causes increased inflammation and, and obesity. So just something to be aware of. Now, what do you do? Because all every almost everything has these things in them. That is... Like try to return as much as possible to a whole foods diet. So fruits, vegetables, meats, fowl, fish. Yes, there's definitely yeah. there's definitely food available. It's just like when I tell my kids, okay, listen, everything you're eating is junk. Mm-hmm. And they're like, but no, I had whatever it was like because mom I had protein at lunch at school I'm like yeah "Yeah, was that like a chicken nugget but it also had you know all the other things that so yes there are foods we can eat but just it's overwhelming with little people and because yeah even though I from a very early young age gave my kids fresh fruit fresh veggies like it's like they there's a certain age that all of a sudden they become picky yeah. and 
they get a taste for things from other people because I I don't live in the perfect world where everyone around me is also going to give my kids fresh fr- fruits, vegetables, and whole proteins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. goodness, their mama loves the treats that are not, you know, even if it's not often, like, I know it doesn't help any of us. And so, and I always tell the kids every time that we do a thing of like, okay, it's not just mommy not eating at the drive-thru. Like we're all going to, it does make a difference. Yeah. And it does. Even if it's small things. Yeah. And honestly, you know, restaurant food, like fast food, obviously you can make adjustments to fast food to make it better for you, like a better choice. But most restaurants do cook and fry in omega-6 seed oils. So just know that, you know, that, you know, if you're going for a 95% whole food or minimally processed food diet, then you're going to want to decrease the amount of times you go out to eat. Yeah. 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 And you can have conversations with your server. Um, I know some people think, that oh I would never do that that's so awkward but you know when it's also very eye-opening though to have a conversation with your server and they don't know if the butter is real or if you're like if I could just have that slice of fish in like real butter if they don't have olive oil you know um some Italian restaurants do actually have olive oil because of the dipping oil and all but like you, it was a real eye opener to me to have these conversations that these things aren't even available in a restaurant. If yeah. it's not available in this restaurant, it's probably not available at the next restaurant either. You know, right? right. So, but it'll save your health and your budget. <laughs> that's so right. that's the good thing of just keeping it to uh, not weekly. You know, um, for sure not daily, but not weekly. It, it's it is amazing how much more money you have to purchase healthy foods in the grocery store. Yes. Preach it, sister. Preach it. Um, I wanted to go back to something that you said about the kids because, you know, um, it is hard because they're surrounded by it too, right? They're surrounded by all these ultra processed foods that we find tempting and hard to stay away from. So, of course, little little people are going to. Um, But there's um, kind of this concept called crowding in where you just make the good choices available to them and don't make a big deal about the things that are ultra processed. And eventually, you know, they'll they'll grow into someone who at least knows what healthy eating is and how they feel with healthy eating. So you're, you know, things that I do that I'm like shocked every time I do it is like if I set out a vegetable tray or if I set out a fruit platter, like they'll eat it. (laughs) Yes. They will eat it. And you're like, Oh, should do this more often. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So just, you know, making those foods available and like, obvious to them like here you guys I just put out this fruit plate you guys I just put out this vegetable tray that also has olives and pickles and stuff on it so go go for it yeah yes variety is key and yes right now I mean as soon as it warmed up you know ice cream shop ice cream shop ice cream shop and you know last night I was 
tired. But and you're the queen just, of healthier ice cream. I know. And y'all, I've said this a million times. It's as easy as making a smoothie. And so there I was. <laughs> it's late. It's after the game. And then I had to tell myself. It's as simple as making a smoothie. You got to, because they've eaten all the ice cream. And so, but I have two ice cream makers because, you know, if I do procrastinate, at least I can go ahead and make two batches. So yeah. I did a batch of vanilla and a batch of coffee, ice cream. And yeah, because if it's not in the freezer and the heat hits, then hubby will bring home the it's not that he doesn't love my ice cream. He does, but they're just that addicted to ice cream that like, then the ice cream from Aldi comes home and it's in the freezer. And he's like, yeah, but I don't want to make a bunch of extra work for you. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, but y'all can't be eating sugar ice cream every evening. Right. You know, and every weekend. Mm -hmm. So yes, it's budget friendly. Because when we take a family of five for ice cream, it's expensive. I can yes. make ice cream and still have ice cream for the freezer, you know? Yeah. Anyway. But yes. Yeah. And they, he gets that. He understands all of that. But sometimes, you know, they're trying to make it easy. Less something, less things for mom, which yes, I appreciate that. Yeah. But also there's some things that I'm like, okay, I'm not willing to like, that's something that's easy to do is to have on plan ice cream. Yeah. And it's easy to make and it's delicious. Everyone yes. in the family likes it. Even the picky ice cream, even the picky health of like, don't want that. Cause you know, yeah, there are some desserts of course that they will not ever eat. Even if I think it's amazing and delicious that they are not going to like my skinny chocolate. They just don't, even though, like I have doctored it up for me to eat it, but you know, there's some things they're just not going to want and they're still going to want mac and cheese, you know, things right. like that. There are some better ways to make it, but yet sometimes they just want a box of mac and cheese. And then that's where I have to tell myself, like, you can't control everything. Yes. We make better choices. and. Yeah. I try to help them with choices along the way. And, yeah. um, but just teaching them not to obsess over it, but to teach them like Will's five and he'll be like something about, is this protein or I had protein. This is protein. I'm like, yes. And we also have vegetables and fruit. It's not yeah. just protein. He thinks eating healthy is protein. So um, funny. So yeah. funny. Um, one thing I did want to, really emphasize before we left you ladies is that if you eat refined sugar, refined carbohydrates, or omega-6, the three bad guys, that doesn't make you bad. Okay. So please hear me, hear Becky. Yes. That doesn't make you bad. It means that we live in a culture where we're surrounded by it and it's relentlessly marketed to us. And if you're on sugar, the more sugar you have, the more it drives your cravings. And, you know, when you feel tired, sugar works as a pick-me-up and it releases a lot of dopamine. So please don't be mad at yourself if you eat, if you happen to slip and eat something that's 
refined sugar, refined carbs, give yourself some grace and, you know, just wait a few hours and start fresh. Yes. Yep. There's always time to start fresh. Yes. It's never too late. Thanks for tuning in ladies. And we'll be back next week on another episode. Goodbye, Kate. Bye, Becky. Bye, ladies.